0: Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Scott Jans.
1: And Ariane Petrucci.
0: This is episode five, hammocks, tarps, and tents. Oh my. (laughs) On this episode, we're gonna kinda discuss um, probably one of the most controversial uh, pieces of gear, not really controversial, but most most talked about, I think, on the trail, and that is your sleeping shelter. It's uh, usually a very high, uh, hot topic on the trail when you're sitting around the campfire, and everyone has a different kind of shelter. So we want to kind of talk about the three basic types of shelter that most backpackers um, buy, and, uh, which is your, your tent, your hammock, and or your tarp. And, um, and, and the thing about tents is that there's, there's thousands of them to choose from.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there are.
0: And so, how would a new backpacker go about um, picking a tent, for example? Tents are usually probably the most, uh, the, by default. Um, the when, most popular. Yeah, because, you know, when you're, gonna, when you're usually at your outfitters and you're saying, hey, I'm going to go backpacking with a friend, the, the salesperson takes you right to tents. I
1: mean, they feature tents all over the store. They don't feature Hammocks
0: or tarps? Not too much, not no. too much. So um, so we kinda wanna talk a little bit about uh, the, the tent situation versus the hammock situation versus the tarp situation and what may work best for you. So I think the first thing that we do is kinda break down the tent uh, gig so you have a little bit of un- better understanding on what, what the tent uh, issue is when you go to buy a tent. Um, so, I think the first thing that we need to define right away is the difference between a three season tent and a four season tent. Um, just because you're going backpacking in winter and And we live in Georgia, so you know we we go backpacking all year round. A lot of people out in the state go backpacking all year round. And so when winter comes or January, People think oh, I need a I need a four season tent. I need well, a it can tent.
1: get cold up in the mountains.
0: It can. It can get very However, cold. However, but that's not really a, the definition of a four season <laughs> tent. So, most in most situations in most scenarios, ninety nine percent of the time, as a new backpacker, you will be using a three person or three season tent. A four-season tent, just for the definition purposes, is alpine. Um, You're going to be above treeline. There's going to be multiple inches of snow. When I say multiple inches, I'm not talking like three or four inches. I'm talking like maybe 10 or 12 inches. And it's going to be incredibly high winds. Um, So that is your four-season tent. So if you were going to base camp at Everest... I would urge you to buy a four-season tent. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going up to um, the Smoky Mountains, and even um, the only time I, I would I would say that you may want to look at a four-season tent, the only exception to that rule is Mount Washington up in New Hampshire, where winds can, can easily get up to 100 miles per hour. But for the most part, um, even if you're going to go up in... Uh, even the Saharas, um, you know, you're you're just not gonna take 80 to 90 to 100 mile per hour winds like you would someplace else. So a four season tent is usually a double walled tent. A good example of that would be the Hilleberg tent, and those are uh, alpine tents. Um, but for the most part, you, you'll be buying a three season tent. So I just kind of wanted to put that out there because that's usually kind of a, I get I used to get that question a lot. Um, and so, so let's talk about three, three season tents. There's a thousand, I mean, there's thousands, thousands of them. Yes. And so, um, and that's usually where people start. You you had a three season tent, correct? Your first, your first tent. I was did. That?
1: I, I did. I bought an REI half dome, I believe. And. It's
0: well, like a one person, two person.
1: Ah, uh, it's a two person. It's a two person, although. Depending on how much room you're comfortable with, it can be about a one and a half, one and a half. <laughs> but it it is technically a two person tent and and um it is pretty heavy when you add it all up it's just shy of five pounds um, and and that is bit that's heavy when you're backpacking it is like heavy. high elevations
0: and the thing with technology now is that and we we talk to people when we take our students out backpacking for the first time and um, or we're we're even teaching a uh, one of our 101 classes and they're looking at a tent we we really stress the fact that look you're carrying it and most tents are made out of nylon okay nylon is nylon is nylon it makes no difference um, what kind of tent, what manufacturer, or what brand it is. So if you can get by with a one, um, instead of like, um, oh, let, I mean, let's just take your, your regular Sil Nylon tarp. Uh, that silk Nylon tarp doesn't have a rain fly. That is the rain fly. Most of your rain flies are made out of just a double nylon wall, and your tent is made out of mesh. Uh, no CMS. mesh so a lot of people say well look at I I want that rain fly on I mean and most of the time I see people put their rain fly on when there's like beautiful starry night out there
1: oh absolutely because that's what you're taught that's what you're taught to
0: do Um, so in in retrospects of weight um, when you're looking for your tent you're choosing your tent there's a couple things you want to consider one how much room do you need in your tent um, we bring our dogs, believe me we we are not getting away with just a regular two person tent <laughs> um, and if you 're going to be backpacking by yourself, you could get away with a one person tent and even a very small minimalist tent. but if you are bringing a if you 're bringing your dog, that may change so what 's the difference what 's the difference between like you know a regular tent and a tent that does not have a rain fly? It's weight. And um, there are a lot of tents out there that your normal outdoor retailers do not sell. And you will not see when you walk into that retailer. Only because of the weight issue. And there are a lot of tents sold today online. There are high quality um, one wall tents or they call them single wall tents that the tent in of itself is the rainfly. So let me just shoot um, a shout out to Shire Tarp Tent. Um, That's S-H-I-R-E Tarp Tent. It really is like a tarp and a tent. So you still have the bottom, you still have the zipper, you still have the no mesh, but you don't have a rainfly. And it's a very lightweight, durable tent. And so that would be one option when you're looking for tents.
1: Right, so I actually used a Shire tarp tent before I converted over to a, an actual tarp. Um, and I thought it was a really good introduction into it. Um, I also used single man tents uh, with my dog and felt crammed sometimes, other times I didn't. Uh, just I think it was more just dependent on the weather and how warm it felt outside, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, But those are, are, are great lighter weight options to use rather than, let's say, the REI Half Dome. No, I mean, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love, I still today use my REI Half Dome because of the features that it has that you can actually set it up as a tarp and not actually use the tinted mesh part. Um, and so there's a lot of features out there that I really do love. And so I, I took it into the Grand Canyon and used it that way in there.
0: Yeah, and, there's, and, and that's the thing. When you're looking for a tent to buy, you know, um, I will say this is that if, if you go to buy, when you go to buy a house, you don't, <laughs> if, if the house looks like the roof is leaking, or there's rumors that the roof has leaked before.
1: This is your favorite metaphor.
0: You're probably either gonna doubt buying that house or you are really gonna test that house in a rainstorm before you buy it, before it leaks. So if, so, when you're in the back country and you're backpacking, that's your house, you're, that is your shelter you're bringing. So the rule of thumb is if you go cheap, you're probably going to be leaked on. And so, you you want to really make sure that you're buying a quality tent product. Now, the lighter the weight is, the more expensive the tent is, and there's a reason for that. You have feather lightweight poles. You have some tents that don't even use poles. You use your hiking pole to set the tent up. Um, some tents have drawstrings. Some tents don't. Um, It's really a matter of preference. So if if you like a little room in your tent, then you look at a two-person tent. Then you look at weight. Well, I wanna go lightweight. So then you start looking at different types of lightweight two-person tents. And it becomes then of, okay, what's the quality of the tent? Who's making the tent? And of course, it's got to fit into your budget. But I can guarantee you that investing in a two, three hundred dollar tent is more than likely going to keep you dry than walking over um, and buying a twenty nine ninety five two person tent, which they do sell. <laughs> they do sell those. But um, we really want to drive home the fact that um, don't. If you're going go backpacking, don't buy those. <laughs>
1: Quality is important because yeah. you really are when you're backpacking. You're not in the safety zone of a of a campground where you can just bolt into your car if if the weather turns on you. But when you're outdoors and and you're far removed from the civilization, you've gone backpacking. You've you've gotten yourself deeper in. You are that much more exposed. To what nature has to offer you because you don't have anywhere to quickly go and you know it, your your tent is your shelter and ultimately keeping yourself dry is extremely important especially when you're out there and so I, I i do encourage you whatever you do whatever your budget is at do look at those options on on um you know be as cost effective as you can but also really Really focus on durability and quality,
0: and and look at weight. You know, I mean, they, and don't, um, don't get, um, don't get sucked in to going. Re- do your research online. That's all I would say. Is that there are so many quality lightweight uh, single wall tents that are really really good that are not as expensive as some others online, they don't sell them in stores, they don't sell them in the the retail sector. So, um, if if weight is something that you really are, that you wanna like get into right away, and when we teach our students backpacking for this time, we, we teach them lightweight basics because, you know, ultimately you're carrying it and you're gonna have a lot, you know, you're gonna have a lot more enjoyable experience if, you know, your pack is a little bit less weight than, you know, a hundred pounds on your on your back
1: absolutely weight can turn people off almost instantly
0: you know we uh, one of my students we took on her it was a backpacking boot camp class and she was backpacking for a first time and we always do a gear check and we always throw the gear out on the on the ground and 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 do a, a pack shakedown and and I looked at her uh, tent and uh, and I was like you know Claudette I are, are you are you sure? that you've tested this tent it looks a little <laughs> it looks a little you know beaten well, a
1: little worn and she
0: said oh no 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 it's good it's good it's good um i said are you sure she goes yeah i, I borrowed it i borrowed the tent well that night we had just a major thunderstorm and you know, and, you know here, here's this you know this this girl god bless her man you know she's out there in the, in the wilderness for the first time. Um, and it is it, a major thunderstorm. Well, I think there was more water in her tent than there, than there was raining outside. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like three o'clock in the morning, I see this headlamp kind of like scoring by me. And she said, Scott, my tent is leaking. And, you know, I think it was in the spring too. And so I was a little worried that her sleeping bag was soaking wet, but luckily it wasn't. So she got underneath the tarp and, uh, you know, but that's the importance of, of not only looking at quality, it's your home, but testing it before you use it. So, if you can, turn on your sprinkler system in your backyard if you have one.
1: Or take a hose or take directly a hose, to it and
0: test it get for Get in your real. tent and let that water. Or if if you're lucky enough, in a, if there's a rainstorm just before go you go. Just go outside. Just go ahead and set up your tent. S-
1: sleep there overnight. Yeah.
0: And uh, always test that tent before you go out there. I, it, believe me, it will... Uh, you'll have a lot more enjoyable experience than, than finding out the hard way that it leaks. So so the tenth thing is, um, you know, shop around online, look at quality, don't be sucked in into the double wall tent. I have to put a rain fly over it. Look at single wall tents, and um sil-nylon, a sil-nylon, a sil-nylon. Most of these tents are all made about the same. And, and then, look at different options as far as weight goes, and then I think you'll be really i think you'll 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 do fine if you do your research on that and that's a matter of like one person two person three person. most backpackers do not take a three person tent that's kind of big you really you can buy a tent a good quality tent um in a two person quality tent for for two pounds and um and that's a pretty lightweight tent and you may pay a little bit more for it but i guarantee you you'll be happier in the end because it's lightweight and it's a quality tent so um and so then you got your hammocks
1: hammocks are amazing
0: hammocks are great
1: do you know why because hammocks i have gotten my best night's sleep out in the wilderness in hammocks it's it 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 just rocks you into this like wonderful rhythm and you just you are just out there and you're listening to the wind and the trees and it's everything is just like meshing and then you're one with that and I it just it's like a it's like a lullaby. I love a hammock however I don't sleep in hammocks Um, mainly because I have a dog that is <laughs> not calm enough ever. She's never calm enough to be able to sleep in something like that. She needs the ability to be able to get up and pace around. So um, I, don't, I don't do hammocks. But every now and again, I will go back to a hammock. And I do own <laughs> several hammocks. But I'll go back to it if I'm not backpacking with her. Um, I've done hammocks in winter which I absolutely love. Um, but it, it, it ultimately becomes just as heavy um, of, of carrying the weight because you, you do have to have all these other elements to be able to keep yourself warm. Um, and I've done, it, I've done it in every season, and, and hammocks by far are a wonderful thing, but they, they do have drawbacks because you are very limited with hammocks.
0: Yeah, I, I love hammocks too. I mean... Um I get a much better, I, I'm a lot more comfortable in a hammock when I'm laying in the hammock. My problem isn't anything but I'm a little claustrophobic. <laughs> so, I do
1: know that about you.
0: And so as much <laughs> as I I feel really comfortable laying in a hammock, like taking, taking a nap in a hammock, oh my God, I'm great, man. I mean, I'll crash in that hammock and take a great nap in it. But when it comes to... Um, like sleeping in it I'm a side sleeper and so like I really toss and turn um, all night and I tend to feel a little um claustrophobic in them you know when you know especially when it starts getting colder and I've got the I've got the mesh on top of me you know the no see mesh for bugs and I've got the rain fly and I can't see anything and I just feel like I'm kind of like stuffed in an, in an egg <laughs>
1: in an egg yeah More like did. a burrito mm. no an egg
0: you know i fell out of a hammock one time did you yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, on purpose
0: no 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 it was on a purpose um i was i uh, was i had uh i can't remember where i think i think i was in the shawnee national forest in illinois and uh i was um i was just i think i was it was hot and so i was sleeping on top of again the claustrophobic thing came in i slept on top of the the mesh Get some air, and I turned, and I fell right out of that, <laughs> right out of that hammock. And I'm like, eh, maybe hammocks not for me. But um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of it. There, I mean, um, there's a uh, website, um, hammockforms.net, and and It's all about hammocking, and these guys are just die-hard hammock uh, campers. And I think the hammock uh, crowd, th- I mean, they are die-hard hammock users and I I mean I can see it I mean I, I totally can see their point um, it is more of a comfortable night's sleep
1: absolutely it is
0: and the only thing is like when you when it comes to weight you can um, you start saving a lot of weight when you don't have to bring anything else with it so in the summertime I mean they're they're outstanding they're
1: one of your lightest weight options you
0: can buy hammocks that are just almost like mesh they're just plain mesh um, and they're incredible they can be incredibly lightweight the the issues that when you start running into is when it starts getting colder outside um, then you you have to start buying accessories for your hammock so when it gets really cold um, you may have to buy a quilt that now you you really are in a cocoon now you have got a quilt completely over you inside the hammock and because you know cold air traps underneath the hammock right the so you it have it there.
1: underneath you yeah. to be able to keep your bottom side warm yep and i don't mean rear end buttocks i meant like your entire Back end, yeah, it'll get really cold. It will otherwise, get, and
0: and yeah, and you're right. The butt, the my butt does get really cold. Mine does too. <laughs> Mine so.
1: does too, do, regardless <laughs> of winter, or summer.
0: Yeah. So, um, and that's so that's the thing. Um, you know, when when you're going in, and uh, you know, again, we want we we want we don't want to confuse new new backpackers, but new people that are going out there is like just do your research and really don't get sucked in first of all do not get sucked in in name brand gear ever there there's a lot of good quality gear out there that is um that are that's being sold online only that are is really really good and you're not only supporting them as a small business but um, you're you're helping get that word out for their gear because a lot of it's really good so when you walk into your outdoor retailer you know, and the most popular hammock that everyone's using is there je don't don't be so quick sometimes the most popular items are the heaviest items also to bring
1: oh that's actually a very true statement. I'm glad you brought that up
0: so just kind of make sure uh you know again, you do your research but i I love hammocks absolutely um and they're they're also the the only the only time I ever ran into a, a hammock problem we went we went um. We went backpacking. I think it was the, uh, I want to say it was the Yellow River State Forest in Iowa to see the, uh, the, uh, the monarch butterflies migrate. And all the, the campsites were large, but they had no trees.
1: That would pose a problem.
0: Yeah, it's, I slept on the ground. <laughs>
1: in in your hammock? <laughs> no, I just laid the hammock on the
0: on the ground, so I couldn't tie off the hammock anywhere. But you know that 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 really happens. But, uh, but that's I mean, something you have to kind of look at um, when you're, you know, when you know decide when whenever you're going to buy your shelter. It's it's always a question of where am I going? Yeah. You know.
1: Every every place will pose a certain challenge. Right. Um, you know, we when we were in the Grand Canyon. We had a challenge with space, right. which you would think is the complete opposite. Yeah, you think
0: with a fifty-mile <laughs> hole in the ground that there'd be a lot of room to tent,
1: <laughs> and space would not be an issue. That's but shockingly, the campsites that, that 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 they do designate, and and pretty much that is really your only option in, in that area. Um, I mean, I mean, unless you're completely off route somewhere, which I would never advise, but. You know your campsites are so snug because they're 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 limiting the impact that that we that we have there as 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 hikers as campers and so we were really surprised to find how small of a space we all had to fit within and so you know where we typically take something um like like our we use a tarp and where we typically take the tarp, which is what was an 11 by uh,
0: eight, uh, it, 10 by 12,
1: 10 by 12, uh, which we really need to go smaller. But, but, you know, we would have had a really difficult time fitting that had we brought it. Even so the
0: hammock, um, had there a were no time trees. There's no trees down there.
1: So there, there definitely is a time and a place for certain things. Um, and we've run into that multiple times in the areas that we've gone into. And, and we've had to maybe take a secondary source that we wouldn't otherwise have chosen. But um, it is all relative to, to your space and, and um, your geographical, geographic area. Yeah,
0: and that's, that's, that's the other thing before we get into the tarp uh, section, which, you know, it, it's kind of like the good news, bad news for new backpackers is this, is that the good news is that um, you know, you get a good quality tent or sleeping system, you know, wherever you live, and you kind of adapt to that area. And so if you're out west, you're gonna buy a certain kind of tent. If you're in the southeast, you're gonna buy maybe another kind. And so you adapt to that environment, but when you change that environment, it often changes your shelter. So, and we're gonna talk a little bit about that in a second when we talk about uh, tarps.
1: but what I would say is that, you know, this is what we teach, um, you know, intro backpackers that are trying to figure out what system they want to use or before they go and buy all the gear, they're trying to learn about what their options are. And and hands down, I would I would advise everybody to borrow gear prior to committing to a certain type of thing, if you can, if that is available to you, because... Borrowing gear helps you really explore what you do and don't like about the different options that you have. Or rent it. Or rent it. I mean,
0: there's a a lot of um, good rental companies now that are almost like the Netflix of rental gear. So they will actually drop ship gear right to your front door for the weekend. So, um, And we will post that link. We've got some... Um, we've we've got a couple relationships with some um, gear some, with some rental companies, so we'll post that on our blog post where this podcast is and um, on on our site, and uh, to let you know where that is, um, which is a really good option. That's a really good thing to bring up because a lot of people look gear can be expensive, um, and so we encourage if you, if you are not sure that. Um, you are going to continue backpacking in your life, then please do not go out and spend two thousand dollars worth of gear. Um,
1: or do, and then just I'll I'll take it off your hands. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I have no problem because we need
0: a fourth closet of gear. I we know. need we need actually uh, more. We have to build a whole nother shelter. For I park.
1: can't help it. I just love I love gear. I know. Oh wow.
0: Well. Um, so let's talk about tarps for a minute. So. Um, let's go back to the sill nylon we talked about earlier that most tents are made out of. Your, your, your typical tarp is nothing but a sill nylon piece of fabric. It's the same fabric that most of your tents are made out of. The only difference is it does not have a floor. It does not have a, a mesh or no seam bug screen on it. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, you're setting it up with your two hiking poles, in between two trees, or hanging from a tree. And so, Ariane and I use our tarp. It's a ten by twelve tarp. We spent seventy dollars for that tarp, and we've been I've I've been using that tarp now for oh man, it's almost going on ten years now.
1: I'm pretty sure it's time to expire it and is, get a new one. It is
0: getting a little bit older, but. Um, I you know, I loved it and and I can tell you that,, um, well, let, let me, I'll tell you the benefits of of tarp tenting, um, and then we can kind of break down the myth between the tarp and the tent and the hammock. So the tarp tent gives me the option to cook underneath my tarp. Um, no matter what the weather is, whether it's raining, cold, it makes no difference. I can sit underneath that, Tarp and cook because there is. I'm not inside of anything. It's really just. Um,
1: you, you have know. more ventilation in that thing than. I oh, mean, yes. it's it's just as though you're not actually sitting underneath anything at That's all. That's right. right. And it, or, I mean, you can bu- you can buckle it down mm-hmm. pretty significantly, but you know if you choose to keep it more open aired. You have that option.
0: Yeah, you can hang it different styles. You can hang it different shapes. Um, it is a rectangle, rectangular shape, but you can hang it and make it a teepee. Um, you can actually um, kind of pop open the front and make it like a Cape Cod type style roof where it kind of um, uh, pivots up and you can see everything. Um, now you ask, oh my God, well, you sleep on the ground? Yeah, I do sleep on the ground, and, um, but I have a regular um, paint um, plastic that I buy at, at um, a local hardware store. Uh, it's the stuff that you cover your furniture over when you paint. And I lay that, I cut that out, and I just lay down there, and then I, I put my air mattress on top of that, and I put my sleeping bag on top of that. And, um, and I personally love it. Um, now ask me, ask me if I liked it the very first time I tried it. No, I froze. <laughs> Talk about freezing your butt off. My first harp experience was like that night. It got down to 15 degrees, but um, and I've I've had some I've had very few issues with it. Um, and uh, but you loved your first harp experience
1: oh no no not my first tarp experience <laughs> well, <true>. my second <laughs> i was tarp. with you your first tarp picture i did love my <laughs> second tarp experience okay this is a subject i have a hard time hiding my excitement on because um i used to be a a hardcore tenter like it was the tenter it was nothing and 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 i that's what I knew to do And I, I didn't think there were other options I actually didn't know there were other options When I first started And and uh, and you know Deviating off of my first experience For a second to, to explain how I got into it Was you know I There was a part of me I, I absolutely love the outdoors But there's still a part of me That, that needed the safety Quote unquote Of the the walls that the tent provided, and 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 I actually, I legitimately, I think I felt protected, and I felt secure inside of the tent. And then, you know, I it, I couldn't see anything if it was raining or if the the weather was too windy or whatnot. And so then I'm enclosed in this like, well I, not I don't feel claustrophobic. I don't feel like it's a burrito, but you're tucked inside this thing that. You have to unzip to be able to see out of. And, and, and so I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. And I started more and more going, uh, going away from that and, and, and just taking my chances without the rain fly. Well, then one day, and I don't know when it happened, it just dawned on me. I, I'm not safe in here any more than I am sleeping out in the open. I mean, there's some exposure, obviously, but I'm no more safe. Inside here, actually, I probably feel less safe now that I'm thinking about it. And and then I'm like, wait, but I'm I'm removing myself even more by being in those walls. I'm removing myself even more from the whole reason I'm out here in the first place, and that's to be one with nature. So then it dawned on me, what am I, what am I doing? Like, why am I, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I want the opposite of that experience. And, and so then, I mean, I was seeing all these other people doing the whole TARP thing. And I was like, okay, there might be something to that. So I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'll give it a try. Well, leading me to my first experience, I didn't sleep at all. She...
0: she- <laughs> I, we are on top, of, we were on top of Big Frog Mountain, and in, and it's it, it, it's bear country out there. Let's face it, Big <laughs> Frog Wilderness is bear country. So we're out there, and Ariane comes kind of strolling in the in the tarp. She goes, you know, I think I want to try the tarp.
1: But you were already asleep. I was like half asleep, right? <laughs> I did not know.
0: Right. I was like, "What?" And and she's like, "I, I yeah, I, I think I, I think I want to try the tarp, she, you know." And so she goes, "Can I can I sleep under the tarp?" I'm like, "Yeah, you can you can sleep under the tarp." And then she goes, "I may freak out though." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like half asleep, and so I'm like, I I, I kind of <laughs> thought about that statement for a minute. I'm like, "Well." Define freak out. What? what does that mean to me? Like <laughs> how, what's how is that, that going mean? to affect me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's all about you, isn't it? <laughs> well,
0: when you're sleeping, yes. Um, but she did. She did great, and um, we have been tarping ever since. We've I, I only. D-
1: I only did great because you were sound asleep next to me, snoring, and I'm like wide-eyed, thinking every bug and every worm and every insect is going to come crawling into the bag with me and you know what i didn't sleep a wink that night but not a single bug bothered me and i and and i was really surprised it's not that i'm afraid of bugs because i'm not it's just the thought of not being able to see them frightened me initially and then once i had given it a second try i haven't gone back like you said and and i am i am one of those hardcore tarpers now and and that's my preferred method of my shelter and i just i absolutely love it i i love the the freedom that it allows you to be able to to just see and feel and be just that much closer to the whole reason that you're out there and that's my that's why i'm so drawn to it
0: yeah, I mean it, it it has a lot of advantages. Um I I think the um I think the the myth of well if I'm in a tent I'm safe. Um that's attractive to a lot of people for sure because they can't see it and so therefore it's not there. Um but in reality it is there. True. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> and um, I from me I'd rather see it than not know what it is and um, and so you know it also solves a lot of problems because you know like let's say it does rain you have less wet gear to pack up True. you just have a tarp um, if it you know what whatever whatever the inclement weather is um, I have there's been one time in almost 10 years where you um, the tarp has gone... Well, no, I'll take that back. There's been two times that the tarp has completely been epic fail. Um, One was in a... um, What I thought was a... May have been a mini twister. I'm not really (laughs) sure. But it was really some strong winds. The tarp inverted on me. So I was laying down, and one minute the tarp was over me, and the next minute the tarp was, like, inverted. Um, And so I had to get up and fix that. And the next... Thing, and then we'll we'll talk about that real briefly is um, every shelter has a geographical um, part to play in, in what you choose as your shelter. And so I went on a kayaking trip and was on a beach on this kind of this island and um, it was very windy. And so I set up my tarp and I ended up under I ended up buried in the sand. All my gear was buried in the sand. Um, the tarp is great for things that are falling from the sky. It's not really good for things coming at you sideways at 35 miles per hour. I still so,
1: think we're finding sand from I that trip. I still have sand
0: on that, that trip. And I actually, this is a true story. It was so bad. And my tent, my tarp was making so much noise flapping that my t- I lost all my, my stakes. One, I had to find gigantic tree limbs <laughs> <laughs> to stake it down. And um, one of the other people that went on the trip got up at like 2 3 and 2, 2, 3, 2 3 o'clock in the morning and came up to me and said, Scott. Are you okay? <laughs> you know, because I was like the Statue of Liberty in the As planet of the ages. I know sticking out in the yeah. sand.
1: I'm still here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean like like yeah. Just that's, find
1: me in the morning. I was like
0: half buried, you know, and so that was probably the worst tarp experience I have. But and, and that's the other thing and, and like so for new backpackers that really get out there and they really start going, keep something in mind is that each geographical location you go to may dictate another type of shelter so um, just kind of keep that in mind Um, when you're when you're choosing your tent kind of look at where's my common area going to be where am I going to go the most where will I go backpacking the most and so if you are in um, a rainy section of the country where you're going to get you know like your average rainfall is going to be 90 inches a year well that's going to tell you what you need to look for as far as the quality of your of your tent and how it protects you from rain. If you are going to be doing more desert hiking, then the rainfall may not be as important as sand and wind protection. And so you might want to take a look at that. There's freestanding tents that you don't really need to stake down. There's other tents that you can just, that you'll need to, to stake down. When it's windy, you, you have to stake down all tents no matter whether it's freestanding or not uh, or your tent will just blow away. But, um, you know, just, just kind of look at that and, and kind of understand where in the region you're gonna be backpacking the most in and that will automatically help you Start looking at the right tent, and then of course, who's going to be backpacking with you? You're going to share a tent again by yourself with a dog. You're going to share, you know, whatever that case is, um, will definitely will definitely help you. So what? Okay, so I have a question for you. So you've done <laughs> you've done all three. I tent, have carp, yes, and hammock
1: and cowboy camped, but that's not part of the show. Right, right, right,
0: cowboy camp, correct. Um, you, we've also slept in a cave.
1: I have yes, could also we, that
0: could be counted as shelter number four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ditch the tent.
0: Just go St- find a cave. <laughs>
1: just go find a cave. True. Although, um, it's pretty much just like sleeping in under a tarp. Right. Except your nylon is now said rock. Right. But right. <laughs> but all the same methods apply.
0: So you're so you're picking the tarp as your favorite?
1: I am. Yeah. And hands down and I I mean I could do an entire show just on how much and the reasons and and all the specifics for why I find it such an attraction,
0: Even in the cold. I mean, I've never really been, you know, the thing, and and I I guess I'll say this real quick as far as the the tent and tarp, because I'm sure people are gonna have questions about this. Does the tent keep you warmer? Yes. Yes, it does. It will add like another five degrees, even seven degrees sometimes, in that tent compared to sleeping outside under top right absolutely but if you know that in advance you can again plan and prepare which was episode four um you can plan and prepare and you know that and so you can bring gear accordingly for that and i can tell you i've never been um i've never really been that that cold i mean we
1: have slept in just below zero degrees in Uh, under the tarp in a
0: flood under the tarp
1: we've slept in a lot of things under the tarp but but hands down we've walked away from that experience just still very 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 grateful that we chose that option so um anyway i I could again i could do a whole show on it i'm not going to do that to you guys right now but um you know the biggest thing is is is
0: do your the, research,
1: do your research and explore options because there's it is at the end of the day, all preference oriented, and it is at the end of the day what you see yourself becoming part of. And and there's just countless options out there. So um, enjoy doing the research. Um, do us a favor. If you have a question, post it here um, let us know. We can help you with any direction that you may have and um, you know, just 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 voice it and, and we can do our best yeah. to help direct you.
0: Let us know. You can uh, subscribe to our mailing list on www.thebackpacker.tv and you could subscribe and uh, you can also just post a question on their site under the podcast episode five. And uh, yeah, let us know. Uh, we're always willing to help and we will see you next week.
1: Absolutely.
0: Trust the trail, thank you.